Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds, and today on the pod, I'm very excited to introduce Timothy Zupontz, who is a late bloomer in skating, but he's really going to share his story right now on how he got into it, what his skating journey looks like. Yeah, let's let's get off to it. So thank you so much for coming on today, Timmy. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> So where are you from? Like, where did you grow up and start skating? I'm from central Wisconsin. So I grew up in a little tiny town. It's called Loyal. It's a thousand people. So um, I skated at a rink um, in a town close to me, probably like 20, 25 minutes called Marshfield. So that was in the middle, like central Wisconsin, pretty much in the middle of nowhere. So yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Do they have a lot of skating rinks out there? It's cold, right? Yeah, it is cold, but actually not really. They're kind of spread out. They're like in the summer, a lot of them shut down just because the rinks are so small and they can't really keep ice during the summers. So in the summer, you'd usually have to drive an hour and a half or an hour to the nearest rink. So yeah, it depends on this type of the season and all that. So yeah. Interesting. Wow. So were the rinks that you skated in, um, were they year round or were the ones that you were at closed in summer? My home club was not a year round when they took out the ice after our annual ice show in like March. And then they start up again in October. So between March and October during those summer months, we would just drive to like the rink over, which maybe be like an extra hour, maybe an extra hour and a half. So it kind of depended on a lot of people where I grew up, the rinks were very recreational, uh, super recreational. Kids would come for learn to skate or their group classes or their private lessons and then just go home and a lot of the times where I grew up, we only had ice two to three times a week, really. And the, the if you skated three times a week at my rink, you were like, like very dedicated. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people skate once a week. And yeah, like again, like I said, you'd skate three times a week if you were more dedicated to the club. And then um, in the summers, if you chose to skate, then you'd go to those other rinks um, in the area, kind of. Very cool. So what age did you start skating? How did you get into it? Okay, so um, I was, I, I'm pretty sure I was nine. That's, so that's kind of old in skating, but I think I was about eight and a half, nine. And I remember me and my brother, I have a twin brother, by the way, um, we would sit at home on the weekends when there was no school. And my mom brought home Ice Princess. I know everyone knows this movie from Disney. But I was like eight or nine, and I watched this movie Ice Princess, right? And like, it's a it's a great movie, I guess, but so unrealistic, right? She like joins as like a high school and then she's like doing triples by her, like the end of her senior year. So like completely unrealistic, but I watch this movie 
And I loved that movie. Oh, me too. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And I, wa- I wanted to be Hayden Panettiere. Oh, yeah. In that movie, actually, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty funny. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> they were queens. But I remember watching this movie and just being like obsessed, like watching the way like she worked really hard and like she got all these jumps and she had this coach and she was skating and she had all these pretty dresses and like just it was such a fairy tale story. And I remember watching this movie and being like, I want to do that. Like mom, <laughs> like mom, figure something out. I want to do this. I want to be a skater. So my mom went to a garage sale and she got me just the, I don't know how, but she found black skates at a garage sale in central Wisconsin. I don't know how this happened, but she found impressive. Yeah, I know because usually they're all the boys start with white skates. I always noticed mm-hmm. she found black skates at a garage sale and she drove me to this little, like we had like in my town of a thousand people, the fire department would flood, um, like spray the hose and flood like this little in, indentation in the land kind of by a, like a lake. So it wasn't a pond, but they would fill it with water in the winter and they'd spray it down and then it would freeze. So there's like a little pond. And my mom took me there one day after school when she got me my skates. And I remember putting them on because I was old enough to remember all this. So I was like nine years old. So I remember, I remember a lot of this. And I just sat in the backseat of my car and I, my mom helped me tie my skates and we didn't have any guards or anything. So I walked across the gravel <laughs> to get to this pond on my blades. Oh my God. And I got in the pond and it was just so fun. Like I was able to like glide pretty nice. I was like nine. So you still have like leg muscles. You can move and stuff. So I glided, I glided around and I was like, wow, this is so fun. And like, because they sprayed it, there was like parts in the ice that were like, smoother than the rest so I would go to these like bubbles in the ice and I would spin on them like I would just I didn't know what I was doing but I would just like pick up my foot and do like a one foot spin and my mom was like oh he's actually not that bad (laughs) I was expecting way worse so then he asked me if I wanted to do like get lessons or coach or like get a coach or whatever and I was like yeah that sounds really fun so she just signed me up for like I said Marshfield like the town 20 minutes away we found the club there and then she signed me up for learn to skate and then I did all the way through learn to skate so I started learn to skate around nine years old did all the way through learn to skate and then started like the freestyle sessions or whatever the freestyle lessons and I remember like not knowing what tests were or anything and when I got to like freestyle six or whatever I was like wow I'm done (laughs) I'm like I'm done with skating I like, I had like a waltz jump and I was like, wow, I guess this is as far as you go. <laughs> like, I just didn't know anything about it. So I like nine years old, I got done to learn to skate and I was like, wow, like, I guess this is it. Like sayonara guys. It's been real. That's so awesome. <laughs> I love that. And then obviously I got, then I got like a private coach and then I learned that that's not reality and skating gets harder. And um, my private coach was like, oh, I think we should test. Like, I think we should do testing. And I said, what's that? <laughs> and she was like, it's just when judges watch you and they uh, judge your skills and then they pass you on the next level. And I was like, is there an audience? And she was like, no, it's just judges and your coach. And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> I literally just chose not to test. I just want, didn't want to. I was nine years old and I was like, or I, by, by that point, I was probably like 10. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. It doesn't sound fun. I don't want to do it. And I didn't realize at the time that that's not really an option. Testing is required. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then I was after that skated on and off for like fun and stuff. And I got a little bit older and around this time. So I've been skating for about four or five years at this point. And that's when 
I kind of took a dip in skating. I didn't really care about it as much. I got really like discouraged because when I went to a public school, my graduating class was 52 kids. So in central Wisconsin, it was really conservative and like the way that people like in my town just like saw like a boy figure skater, the way people reacted. Um, the parents are fine, but like kids in my class were like really mean to me. Like I got bullied pretty badly for being a boy figure skater. That just kind of like, I wasn't super motivated at that point, but after that, it kind of really made me demotivated where I did not want to go to skating. I was like, if I'm going to skating and then I go to school and I get bullied for it, like why do I even want to be here? Like it was just really hard for me to be able to go to skating and then come back to school and people find out about skating. They're like, wow, you're a girl. Like you should be, you're doing a girl sport. And like, obviously now I'm old enough where I'm like, that's so stupid. But back then, yeah, yeah back then I was like, no, like it, I was like, what, at that point I was probably 13. So young. So when people are saying that to you, it really kind of, is that like seventh or eighth grade yeah, yeah. middle school? I'm yeah. Thinking? I think it was seventh or eighth grade probably when, that I was going through that. So I went through the phase of like being kind of like, and the bullying wasn't all of it. Like I was like, I wanted to sit on the couch and watch TV and eat food. Like I really did not want to skate that much. I don't know. I went through like a, like a lazy phase, but then, then mm-hmm. obviously like the bullying didn't help either. So I mean, all the, I mean, my school is all about you do soccer, you do football, you do wrestling, you do track and field, you do, Um, basketball, anything, football, whatever, whatever it is. And I just stood out because I was the only boy who wanted to do something that was like skating. So yeah, I I had a rough go of it for a while. Um, So that, that kind of took me out for a while. I skated, I did, I took all the summers off. I would maybe skate once a week, maybe twice a week. I would come in and um, I would take my lesson and then I would sit on the boards or leave. And then my mom was like, no, I, paid for this hour and a half, whatever it was session. You cannot just skate for 20 minutes and get off. You need to actually work. So um, that's kind of like what I was. And then um, I remember around, I think 10th grade. So it was a long period of time where I'd like compete sometimes if I, it was very, very seldom. And then I remember. Did your, um, did your family know that you were getting bullied for skating? Um, My mom did. And well, yeah, actually they did. I would always tell my mom. My mom's like a huge supporter. She's like the best. She mm-hmm. always would support me no matter what. And I remember she always told me that to just make sure to be myself because I'm, I don't know. She just was such a great mom. She never really, she never really told me to like, oh, maybe we should stop skating for a while. She always encouraged me to do it. And she kind of just saw like my potential and um, that I truly did love it at the end of the day. And it was just so hard because Um, when people are telling you you shouldn't be doing something when you're that age, you kind of just listen to them. And obviously self-esteem and confidence really played into it. I had no self-confidence. I had no self-esteem. So when you get told all those things, when you have no self-confidence, it's so hard to be able to put yourself out there. Skating is such a expressive sport. And if you're not comfortable with yourself, how are you going to present to other people? So it was just a, it was just hard for a while, but yeah, my mom was very supportive And she did try to help me through all like the bullying and like things like that through skating. And when I got older, I got really great friends in school. Like the girls don't don't have anything to do with skating, just people in my grade. I was friends with like a really close knit group of girls who like really protected me when I got to that point where they're like, no, like 
this person's not talking to you, they're, they're bad news, like, and just really trying to protect me. And they were really great friends. So as I got older and I started to like come out cause I'm openly gay, I started to come out more like towards the end of high school and that just the confidence, the great support system all kind of came together. And then the bullying didn't matter. Like I didn't listen to those people anymore and I was able to fully enjoy skating and be who I was. And that's when I started getting better at skating. That's when I started to get more involved. I started to go to the rink more. I started to um, just like love it. I found my passion again. I definitely lost my passion for several, several years, probably um, like four or five years that I just didn't want to go. And I found my confidence again. I found my passion again. And I started getting back into it. I remember I was around 16 when I decided to skate that summer because I took all the summers off before then. I decided to skate that summer, which is a big commitment because then that means I'd have to drive an hour and a half to the nearest town three, four times a week to skate. And I remember being like, okay, I'm going to make this decision. I just got, I think I got my driver's license like the year previous or not the year previous, like six months before that. So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, this is my first time driving and I'm going to drive like an hour and a half. So this is kind of scary, but I went to the rink and from an hour and a half away and I started skating more. I got, um, I worked with a coach there and around 16 and a half, 17 is when I got my first axle. I got my single axle and I was like, wow, like this is going somewhere. Like it took me a whole summer though. It wasn't like, Oh, like, she's amazing. She landed her single. No, I took me like three full months to get it. And then once I got it, um, I went into my senior year of high school. I got my single axle that summer. And then I went into my senior year of high school and I competed, did shows, kind of still skated a lot. And I um, got my double sow at the end of senior year. If you know me, you know, I love ginger shots. Let me introduce you to this stellar product that I found. It's from Morningside Naturals, which is a small family-owned business. It's called Woodroot Tonic, and it's like a clovey, spicy ginger shot that doesn't sting. It's got chaga mushroom, cayenne pepper, apple cider vinegar, lemon, orange peel, ginger, cloves, and cinnamon. You take a one to two ounce shot in the morning to start your day, or you can do what I do, which is mix it in with some iced green tea, squeeze a little fresh lime juice in there. Mmm, such a dank drink. Some of the benefits of Woodroot Tonic? It boosts the immune system. It promotes a healthy digestive system. It reduces inflammation. It supports sinus health. If I'm ever feeling a little scratchy in my throat, I'll knock one of those shots down and immediately all my airways are clear. I really, really love this product. I super recommend you guys try it. Guys, say yes to 100% organic, vegan, premium ingredients and no added sugars, GMOs, and gluten. It's all safely made here in the U.S., I've posted about them on my Instagram. You can check out their page. And if you do decide to order some Woodroot Tonic, use my code PE2021 at checkout. So then I had Axel and Double South at the end of senior year, and I went to college. College, um, the first freshman year, I got my double toe. And then throughout college, I got double loop, double flip, double lutz while I was like in college. So when wow. I went to yeah, I went to college and I had maybe an under-rotated double sow, and I was able to get get toe loop flip lutz all while I was a full-time student so that was really kind of cool for me to like manage like college and then also I wasn't just practicing skating I was pretty much learning how to skate while I was in college so um yeah and then I started I tested I took intermediate like freestyle when I was a sophomore in college and I tested from intermediate to junior while I was in college 
So in both senior, both moves and freestyle, because I was always, I always took moves and then took freestyle right away, moves, freestyle right away. So I was always even. So mm-hmm. I always could never like, take two at a time or anything like that, because I was always like contingent if I didn't match them. So I would always have to match them up as I was going through the rank. So now I graduated college a year ago, so May 2020, and I am working on senior moves and senior free right now. So um, that was my progression through skating, and yeah, that's where I, where I am now. So that is so cool to hear, especially because so many kids stop skating at the end of their high school careers, and they just, you know, start going to college. They don't, don't want time. They don't, you know, want to keep working on skating. Um, but here you are, really kind of starting your career in a way um, as you exited high school and into college, and you got all of your doubles. Did you, was it like a collegiate team or anything that you were able to be a part of in college or was it just like you on your own? I did both. Um, there was a college team, but it was through synchronized skating. So that was just oh, how I cool. got like, yeah. so I got like the social aspect of synchro and like, I got really, really great teammates and I still keep in contact with all of them today, but it was just more like a recreational team, just like for fun. And then I skated completely on my own. i like took time. Um, before classes it was all like there was no team I just did it by myself so I would the rink offered ice times and I would map out my class schedule in college and I remember I didn't have a car freshman year so I walked to the rink like I think it was like a mile to walk to the rink so I would like get my bag and leave the dorms but um, yeah I definitely took time to put like put took time to get ice time to be able to practice just because I don't know I think it was at the end of the day I just loved it so much like I gained my passion back and I felt like confident skating and I just felt so I it was so fun for me and I felt like I think it was the I think skating was what taught me to have self-confidence almost because when I got older and I started getting kind of recognition from like going to like the state games or something just small stuff Um, the community would see that. And then when they'd say like, oh, you're taking skating seriously and you're actually excelling, then people start to kind of rally around you. I felt a lot of support from my community when I got to like high school. When I was younger, it was not so much. But when I got older and I got to high school and I started competing and I just felt more confident in myself, people saw that confidence from me and then they want to rally around you and they want to lift you up. So I definitely felt like skating was a way that I gained myself confidence back and it was a way that I was able to feel passionate about something. So, and I'm also a huge fan of skating. I love watching skating. I love watching the worlds. I love watching nationals. I love fangirling over all of you team USA skaters. Like I seriously love watching all all of you guys skate. It's such an inspiration from like the elite skaters. So I love to almost emulate you guys. So I love watching and I love learning about skating. I love learning about the IJS judging system. I love learning about um, just everything with the elite skaters in the world. I think that's such a passion of mine to be able to watch other people who are so amazing at what they do and almost try to emulate them and try to figure out how I can be more like them and things like that. So I think that's a lot of the way how I progressed. I was like trying to figure out how I can get a level four on my combination spin in a competition and like trying to make sure I get better jump rotation and like rotation position and like obviously work with my coaches as well, but just like seeing, just getting motivation and like just, yeah, motivation from all the best skaters in the world is just so like such a great tool for me. I love YouTube. I'm on YouTube like all all (laughs) the time. Literally, like every day, I'm on YouTube for hours. I love it. And I love looking at old performances and 
um, just seeing amazing, just amazing skating from everybody. And yeah, and I just, it's just something that I'm so passionate about. So I watch people yeah. skate. Yeah, I watch people skate and do their programs. I'm like, I want to skate like that. I want to perform like that. So I try to try to do that. So <laughs> obviously, yeah, draw, drawing inspiration. That's, that's yeah, really awesome. Yeah. yeah, and obviously it's not the same level, but I think everyone can learn something from someone who's doing the top stuff in the world. So yeah. Definitely. Skating is, it can be so universal and accessible in a lot of ways. Um, it does, you don't have to be an elite skater to enjoy the sport or learn something from like figure skating. Um, it's there, the community can be so much bigger than what people think it is, you know? So that's why a story like yours is so beneficial for people to hear and know, like everybody's skating story is different. And um, there's a lot that you can take into your life from the sport. It's no secret that as athletes, we need a lot of protein to fuel ourselves during our workouts. One of the best sources of protein is meat. But where do you find the most sustainable and healthy meat? Why do just four companies control 80% of the U.S. meat industry? It's because big food crushes the little guy. Why are 97% of chickens served in the U.S. dipped in chlorine? It's simple, because big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. The best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, and the best salmon you'll ever eat won't come from the grocery store. You'll only find it on the family farm or caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. That's why you need moinkbox.com. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash believe right now, and listeners to this show get free bacon for a year with every box ordered. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. Spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash believe. That's moinkbox.com slash believe. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about um, your college skating experience because since you were part of Collegiate Synchro, it sounds like, um, yep. what university or college did you go to? And um, what can you tell us about collegiate skating community for kids who are maybe on the fence about joining or doing college skating? Yeah, absolutely. I went to UW-Eau Claire in Wisconsin. So um, they had like a small open collegiate skating. So there's different types of um, levels in collegiate skating. For synchro, I know there's collegiate and there's open collegiate. So open collegiate doesn't have a test requirement. So anyone can join and they can kind of create a team that way. Then there's um, collegiate, which is just, so then there's like a test requirement. I'm pretty sure it's pre-juvenile moves or juvenile moves in the field, but I'm not sure. But that's the requirement for them. And we had an open juve team or open collegiate team. I'm sorry, open collegiate team. So we could um, get as many people as we wanted. And I knew a lot of people from the clubs around my area went to the same school as me. So I knew a lot of the girls on the team already. Some one girl um, went to my club. So I knew her already. So um, yeah, collegiate skating is so fun, uh, synchronized. I do not have any um, experience with like team maneuvers or anything with the individual skating collegiate skating, but I do know from synchro that there's competitions. And um, I think the most fun competition for synchro was we would go to Ann Arbor, Michigan, and there was just so many teams. And it wasn't almost, for me, it wasn't almost like skating the program that was the most fun about going. It was watching all like the Team USA synchro teams competing and like watching the really high level competitors skate and just like having the whole team there and being like, wow, like they are so amazing. And just, it was like really fun. And it was almost kind of like the way I kind of think about it is almost kind of being in like 
a fraternity or sorority or something like that, where it was like a group of people coming together with common interests and we would do like fundraisers and we would do volunteer work and we'd hang out outside of practice and then we'd have fun on the ice. And it was just like a really great group of people to surround yourself by. It was a really great way to like meet new friends in college, right? Because when we get there, when I went to college, I knew three people and I was like, I need to make sure that I branch out and meet new people. So it was a great way to like get those icebreakers down and meet new people. So yeah, collegiate skating is so fun. Honestly, Um, if I, if I was giving advice to someone, I would definitely say, if you are thinking about collegiate skating, I would definitely say, just try it and see if you like it because what's the worst that can happen? You don't like it and then you don't do it. I mean, it, you miss out on so much if you don't at least try something. So, and you get to meet so many new friends. So yeah, I definitely think that if I was giving anyone advice, I would say definitely try collegiate skating. It's so fun. That's awesome. What advice would you give to kids specifically, obviously young boys who are in the sport and um, maybe facing bullying or are afraid of getting bullied because of skating? What would you tell them? I would definitely say that I think I, this is sounds so cliche, but everything does get better. It honestly does. When you get older, every, like you gain confidence, you gain um, perspective and you know that when you get older and you realize that those people, they were going through things too. Like the, like the person in my specific case, they were going through things at home. So it's like, not everything is about trying to make you feel bad. It's a lot of the time those people were struggling too. And when you get older, you can kind of see that perspective. You're like, oh, they, they had issues and things like that too. So I would definitely say that just keep doing what you're doing. Try not to listen to those people. Try to surround yourself with really great people. A support system is so important because then you can really feel confident in yourself. And when other people feel confident in you, you're able to kind of get back on that train and feel like you're confident in yourself. So I definitely give those people the advice on finding that support system, whether it's your parents, your friends, a family, another family member, a sibling, anyone that can really just give you confidence in yourself, because I think you always have to draw that from other people before you can really find that in yourself. So I would say, yeah, definitely just find your support system. If you love skating and you want to do it, then definitely just do it. You know, don't let those voices, don't let those negative thoughts creep in and like uh, keep you from doing something you love because at the end of the day, you'll regret it. And I just think that, yeah, you'll regret it. And you won't want you, you're going to want to be able to be a skater, right? Like if you want to skate, you're going to skate. Like for me, I think, I think to myself all the time, like, wow, wonder what would have happened if I wouldn't have taken like those four or five years pretty much off of not skating at all during those really developmental years of just not doing anything and being like, I wonder where I would go. But I'm so grateful that I was, I got back in the sport and I got to where I am now because now I'm in the place where I'm like about to take my senior moves and senior free skate. And if you would have told me like five years ago when I was like a high school senior or like a high school junior that I would be taking my senior moves and senior freestyle soon and that you advanced through all the levels, I would be like, no, no way. You're lying to me. I would be like, no way. And it was just so fun to be able to advance so like pretty quickly in a very like gradual way, I guess, and like to see that. So it was just so cool to be able to advance to this level. And I mean, the senior level, you get like the gold medal, like through us figure skating. And that's definitely been my goal for a really long time. Now I remember because I also competed at regionals and sectionals. So in 2020, so before the pandemic hit in 
launched that November before the pandemic hit that season, I competed at regionals and I got fourth out of four. <laughs> so then I was able to advance the, uh, the boys division Let's a little. Let's go. That's awesome. <laughs> so the, um, my coach was like, I think it'd be cool for you to compete at regionals and see just how far you can go. You know, um, the boys, that was the season. I think they introduced the, um, the series. So you were able to gain points. So some people didn't compete at regionals. They were able to, they, they would get a buy to sectionals. So yeah. there was less, yes. So there was less competitors that year. So someone, so my coach was like, if you compete at regionals, you'll get a spot to sectionals. And I was like, what? <laughs> so then I was like, okay. So then we trained and I went to regionals, got fourth. Everyone in my group was doing triples. Obviously it was novice. So novice short is like, you're doing triples at that point at yeah, well-balanced. So I got fourth and then we went to sectionals and I had a great time. I met so many people at sectionals. I was, it was the first time I've ever, I was ever able to travel for skating out like outside of the state. Cause it was in Dallas, Texas. I live in Wisconsin. Wow. So it was the first yeah, so it was the first time like being on a plane by myself. It was the first time like checking the competition by myself, going into these like really big practice ices with all the people who were competing on Team USA and um, at sectionals. Like it was crazy. It was such a cool experience. It was so fun to be able to be in that kind of really competitive environment, but also being like, I'm here to just enjoy the experience. I'm not here for a medal. I'm not here to advance to nationals. I mean, obviously that would have been great, but there is absolutely no way. So it was just fun to be there and just soak in that competitive atmosphere and just kind of like be on the outskirts looking in, but also being involved in the competition. So yeah, I think that's really cool that I was able to, I mean, who the not many people get to say they went to sectionals. Like that's such a yeah. thing. So I was very lucky that, the timing worked out that way and that series was implemented and I was able to do regionals and yeah, it was very exciting. So I think that's another huge like highlights that I was able to experience through my skating. What a great opportunity. Yeah. That's awesome that you get to be in the thick of it with everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Do you have, do you have any interest in like doing show skating in the future or um, adult oh skating? Yeah, that's so funny you asked that. I do really want to do show skating. I'm thinking about trying out for Disney on Ice. Um, I'm not sure how, um, what the, all of the like chances of me getting on, but I think I definitely at least like to try and yeah. create a show. Yeah, so I definitely want to try that. Um, there's other, I also coach um, just like learn to skaters and some younger kids at my rink. So I really love coaching as well. So I don't know, throughout skating, I just thought like, look at all these avenues I can get into. Look at all these things like I'm able to do. Um, I've judged like basic skills competitions and stuff like that. So when I was getting more into skating, I was like, what are the, what is every single possible thing I can get involved with? And then I did every single thing I could get involved with, <laughs> whether it was synchro, individual, like, Obviously, I'm, I'm in a month, I'll be 24 years old. So I'm in the adult skating community. So yeah, I just got involved with so many things. So it was so fun to be able to like, pick and choose which avenue I wanted to do. But yeah, I'm definitely I think for the future. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I'm really excited to take my free freestyle test. Yeah, free skates always came like way more easily to me. I was like, like, when I go in for a free skate test, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's do this. And when I would go for moves, I was like praying up to God, I was like, please, 
something like the stars need to align. The wind needs to be blowing from the northeast sector. Like, <laughs> like a junior junior moves were hard for me. I I that one took me a while. I will say that one was pretty hard for me. But now I'm on to senior and everything is running way more smoothly. So yeah. <laughs> wow. So as um, obviously a mega skating fan, who are your favorite? current skaters that you're looking out for especially going into this next season okay so okay um <laughs> would you let's do americans first okay. and then i'll go, and then i'll go to the world okay okay i am absolutely obsessed with karen chen and mariah bell i just love their skating skills and i love their skins i think that they present their program so well and i think they're so beautiful i mean obviously everyone on team usa is absolutely phenomenal but yeah, I would definitely say Karen Chen and Mariah Bell. Um, and I'm really excited to see Alyssa Liu this year because I've been hearing that she's gotten her triple axel back and I'm excited to see that again. So yeah, I'm a really big fan of US, US skating and seeing all the, like, the elite skaters and stuff. And then the world, I would say I really love the Japanese ladies. I am a sucker for skating skills. I love a really deep knee bend. I love wide sweeping edges and beautiful choreography. And I just love the way the Japanese ladies skate. I love their programs. I think that they cover so much ice. I think like, um, for example, in the world's, this last world's like Koryu Sakamoto's uh, double axle, triple toe, double toe, it covered so much ice. And like just the way that they all have such great skating skills. I love them. And, um, I would say I'm very impressed with the Russian ladies. I think that their jumps are crazy. I cannot imagine going into a quad flip or a quad lutz. That would be insane. But I do think that, can I get like political on here? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Go for it. Um, I, do it. Think, I do think that um, GOE is outrageously judged right now. I think um, a lot of it is run by federation. And I think that a lot of skaters get huge grades of execution the component scores are completely out of whack i sometimes i look at the component scores and it to me it's like an ordinal an ordinal it's like did you get first place in the free skate in the technical side yes okay then you're first in components did you get second yeah. place in the technical side okay you're second in components and the components in the technical is just completely mirrored and i don't think that should be the way it is um it definitely needs to be more com completely separate they need to be i would almost I would almost suggest having completely different panels for components and technical. So then they're, so then they're more separate because I definitely see mirroring of the scores and being able to be like, Oh wow, you landed a quad Lutz. Here's um, a nine and a half in skating skills. And I'm like, you didn't, or transitions, for example, I'm like, you didn't have any transitions. You did back crossovers into that quad Lutz and then you punched out of it. That's not, those aren't transitions. So, but then they get nine and a half for transition. So that's the only thing I would say, I say everyone in the world, like on the world stage, obviously they're all amazing skaters, but I just think the way things are judged are not as transparent as they should be. Definitely, very, very well put. I think everyone can agree with you. So bingo. <laughs> <laughs> and also all the skaters that you um, said you're looking forward to seeing beautiful beautiful skaters so yes my mom is obsessed with jason brown like and i'm i'm obsessed with jason <laughs> brown too i mean who isn't but he like when my my mom doesn't know anything about skating pretty much at all she can't name any of the jumps but she's able to watch and be like now him he's the one like he's the one who draws me he's the one that draws my attention and i think that's kind of 
just it's almost very telling about Jason skating that someone who knows nothing about skating and knows nothing about the jumps and nothing about skating skills or anything just loves to watch it or is drawn to him first. And I always say like when people ask me like, oh, like who's your favorite? Like, like who's like a really great male skater? I'm like, Jason Brown to skate like that is as hard as a quad. I really do believe that. I think being able to lean that far off of your axis and over like from your center of gravity and being able to lean and being able to use those edges and create that choreography that sweeps the ice and like the transition where he does his knee slide into his camp, his last combo spin on his, in his free skate. How do you have the control on your body to be able to whip around on your knees and then go into a perfect edge and do a combo spin with those positions and speed? It's crazy to me how amazingly good he is. <laughs> so I just love watching him. And I just think that like, yeah, his components should be tens, 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 tens. Like I can't even, yeah, tens across the board. <laughs> he has a strength and he plays it well, for sure. It's, it's yeah, great absolutely. to see, especially in today's skating where, yeah, the components are kind of lagging in a lot of people now just with the technical feats in both men and ladies, but um, have a skater like Jason come out and really put the wow factor in artistry is a great example for so many kids. Cause that's like, that's also, like you said, it's a lot of hard work. Um, you can be just as hard as learning jumps, but it's also a lot more doable in terms of, um, relating to finding emotion and putting it into your skating, going full out, putting the hundred percent effort in that side. Um, and everybody can work on that forever, right? Like the jumps, the technical, Absolutely. some people are a little bit more limited in just how their body, how fast it can turn, you know, all these different factors. But in terms of just plain old skating, he's such a great example. It's for everybody. It's, I, I love that. I love how you put that. It's so much, it's for everybody. Like, for example, for me, like the jumps and being able to do freestyle always came super easy. And then like the skating skills and being on correct edges and being able to, um, do those turns and being able to um express like that came second nature to me I had to really work on that stuff like um like for like quick rockers and stuff like I had to really work on quickness of my turns like being on the correct edges and all that stuff took me longer because when I started I still didn't have those skating skills yet I could throw myself in the air for a jump all day and maybe land one flat-footed maybe land one you know like pretty sketchy <laughs> But the skating skills took so much more effort and time. And like it, they developed over time. You could get a jump in a month or two and work on it and try to get it consistent. And skating skills is like over a period of time. It's almost like it's almost like phases. You go through phases to be able to get those skating skills and stuff. And obviously I'm still working on that. I'm still working on being able to get to that phase and be able to skate with really confident, um, like confidence and being able to present and stuff. And that's something that, you can always work on you you'll you can never be perfect everyone can always emote more everyone can always work on edge quality everyone can always work on turns everyone can always work on spins like things like that it's just so cool that there's different parts of skating that you can always work on but like you said like not everyone can jump not everyone can do triple toe or triple let's triple toe not everyone can do even doubles, but it's so cool that everyone can at least bond on what skating skills and expression can mean for them. So yeah, definitely love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. That was so good. So loaded with so many, so many things that people can take away and also relate to. So thank you. 
Well, thank you so much for having me. This was such a great opportunity. So thank you so much. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please leave me a comment, leave me a review. I love hearing what you guys have to say. Follow me on my Instagram. That's where I'm promoting this. My username is at Paulina Edmonds. And please DM me if you have any requests for my podcast, any interview requests, or if you yourself would like to come on, you have a fun skating story that you'd like to share. I'm always looking for new voices to feature, so please reach out to me. And stay tuned for my future podcast episodes I release every Tuesday, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.